0: Welcome to It Didn't Break Me, a podcast where we have honest and vulnerable conversations around the messy stuff we didn't think we'd come back from, inspiring you to give yourself permission to discover the beauty within the mess and to let go the illusion of perfection. I'm your host, Bianca Keisha Hughes. Hello there and welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. I am so grateful that you are here tuning into the podcast. My name is Bianca Keisha Hughes and I am the host of the podcast It Didn't Break Me. I wanted to give you a reminder that you have the option to leave a voicemail on my website itdidn'tbreakme.com sharing what is something you thought would break you, but it didn't. And just how you overcome where you are today. So that's just a quick two to three minute voicemail and I will be sharing that on the podcast. And you can leave it anonymously. You do not have to leave your name. It's totally up to you. We are in season two and this is episode seven. And as always, I have an amazing guest. My guest today is Michelle Wolf. Throughout her 10 years as a massage therapist and eight years of doing self development and mindset work, Michelle has learned that one of the best ways to adapt to our ever changing lives is to just keep moving forward, making one decision at a time and taking one step at a time. Michelle is the host of the Move Forward podcast, a stepmom partner and an investor speaking on topics such as mindset self-development health and wellness and more michelle is an energetic and positive force who radiates with a good vibes only mindset wherever she goes and she certainly does she is definitely a good vibes so let's go ahead and get into the conversation Hello, Michelle. Hello, Bianca. How are you? (laughs) I'm good. It's good to see you again. Welcome to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. Um, For those who don't know, might not know, I was on Michelle's podcast a few months ago. So it's good to see you again.
1: Oh, it's always a pleasure. It's fun because I feel like I already know a little bit about you. So this is fun. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. So let's get straight into the conversation. What is something you thought would break you? But it didn't?
1: Mm, such a heavy, heavy question, um, but a great question. So I've had several moments in my life that were quite, I, let's say, impactful. Um, but one that comes to mind is basically all of like one specific year. It was mm-hmm. like so many big, monumental things. I think it was 2019. And I had a nephew who passed away suddenly. I had uh, my stepdaughter's mom was very ill and she mm. ended, actually ended up passing away at the end of the year as well. And my stepdaughter was my age that I was when my mom passed away from the same type of cancer.
0: Wow. Yeah,
1: pretty heavy. Um, so lots of all past traumas were coming up. And then also my sister's ha- brand new house burnt down. Um, and then I, had some health issues and stuff going on as well personally, so it was just like one thing after the next, and I remember just like I almost I, I remember when my house, my sister's house burned down I actually laughed it was on New year's mm. and I laughed and I was like, uh-huh yep of course of course yes. this is happening and it was a really really tough year a very impactful year a lot of change happened all at once mm-hmm. not just for me but like all of the most important people around me and there were moments where i just felt absolutely broken you know it's it's tricky to help people in that moment to help the ones that are going through the pain and also to take care of your own self
0: there was just there was just a lot happening so that would be <laughs> the year <laughs> Yeah, that that is in one whole year, the span of one whole year. And like you're saying, you're being triggered by your trauma. And also, all these things are happening to other people as well, as well as happening to you. So I can only imagine how powerless you felt, frustrated. But I'm curious if you can kind of tell me in your own words, what were some of the thoughts and feelings you were experiencing, especially when a new thing was coming, happening every time? Yeah, I
1: think I know as much as this is terrible to say, but because I'd lost my mom when I was younger, I've been through trauma. You know, I've been really in the heart of loss and hardship with losing the most important person in your life. So for me, I knew that, and I got through it, right? Like mm-hmm. I had a great childhood, and I had amazing supportive team and i i I did a lot of great things, so for me, I remember thinking like, this hurts so bad, and I don't know how I'm gonna handle this, but I know there's gonna be a day where I am gonna feel better, like I just know in my heart like there was like no light, but as if there was. I, I knew that there was going to be a day that where there was light again, where I was going to feel better. Um, so I, yeah, I just, I remember not feeling good. I remember feeling sad a lot. I remember feeling drained. I remember not wanting to eat, not wanting to, like not being able to sleep very well, not really wanting to be social. I never told any of my friends a lot of this stuff because to be able to verbalize it, like actually say it out loud. hmm it's as if it's reliving the moment over and over again. And so I found that I wasn't really sharing with a lot of people. I had one or two people that I'd have the conversation with, but other than that, it was like, I just don't even have the energy to get into the level that what this is, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I, I, I was, it was painful, but yet I also knew that there was going to be a day that was going to be better. You know, and you know when you know that like there's got to be a time where this is going to shift. That's what I felt. So as much as it was like deep and dark and heavy, I was like praying for the days where I felt better.
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. What was what was that? Because often, not all the time, but sometimes I find that people don't feel like it's going to get any better. They mm. feel absolutely hopeless but it was almost as like you were through it this is painful but there was still even though there was no light you had some hope that they would be light. what what's that within you would you say or what was that about for you
1: yeah and I love that you asked that because I feel like there's probably someone listening to this who is in that dark space or who has been. And they thought like, well, I didn't have that feeling. I didn't feel that light. And I have a very close friend who's been going through a lot of just like painful things recently. And she says that she's like, for, for the last six months, I never felt that light. I never, I thought I was done. I thought this would be the end. I thought this would take me out. Mm -hmm. And, and I I'm having shivers right now because it's just such a real raw feeling and so dark. Um, And I truly believe it's because of my years and years and years of dedicating my life to mindset work, positivity, like really diving into how I can feel good. So I remember there was one time where I just moved to the city, Toronto. Mm -hmm. I was on my own. I was living with a guy who was uh, like taking drugs. I was just in a dark place then too. Like not terrible, but it wasn't great. Mm -hmm. And I remember thinking I needed something and I would listen to Tony Robbins. So I just put on a YouTube video every morning while I got ready and I'd hear him like, like his hands waving in the air and he's like jumping up and down and he's like, you got this, you can do this, you know, just like a total, like just cheering people on. And so from him to the next podcast, to the next book, to the next, um, you know, I'd go see Oprah and Tony and Deepak Chopra and just like watch people who are there to share their story, share their motivations, share their experiences. Um, That's in my head all the time. Like I listen to something on a daily basis that puts my vibration at a higher vibration. And mm-hmm. so when I have these times when I'm low, it's like I can bring those moments back, right? Like mm-hmm. I can think like okay, I remember, you know, Oprah. I mean, as a little girl, she had the hardest life than anybody can explain, right? Like she's been through so much trauma and look at her now. Tony Robbins, him too. Like I can you can name off anybody who I mean, anybody walking down the street has been through this stuff and they've got through it. So n- I know that I'm going to get there. You know, I know that there's a way that I can get there. And so for me, honestly, like I continue that whole diving into mindset and, mm-hmm. and learning in that way. And so when I have those dark times, I can, I can remember what it felt like to be, f- to be feeling on that high level of frequency but also just knowing that like, I'm not alone here. Other people have gone through tough times. I have been through tough times. And so that I believe is likely why I felt like I don't feel, I don't see the light, but I'm gonna, I know that I will. Mm. And so I'm going to keep doing my thing. That just feels good for me today. And I'm
0: going to pray that it's going to come. Wow. Sorry. I, who About bacteria towards that end when you were saying that it doesn't feel good but I just got to do keep doing the things that I know to do and the light will come Mm -hmm. and I think that two things one is I love that you and I really appreciate the fact that you share I've done all these positive stuff all this gross stuff and I still experience darkness Uh Because sometimes we can feel like, okay, I'm in this great space and I won't ever go there again. Mm -hmm. And I always kind of say to people, you know, especially with my clients, like, yeah, you can go there. But I think the difference is, is your mindset and you're different. And I think how long you stay there and what you do when you're there is what's different from the previous time. And that's what you're kind of sharing now. The other thing I'm hearing is just all those seeds that have been planted in you, they're just still there and they're still growing and 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 that's that reminder of no, I've been here before, and these all these people have poured into me definitely, and that's what I know to do.
1: Yeah, there's this like I the word should came up when you were explaining that. Like it's like I should feel this way or I shouldn't feel this way. And that should is just such garbage. It's like you can't help you feel that way. You just feel that way and your experience may be different from the the next person. You know, you may have gone through an experience with somebody else and they they've relived it completely different than you did. It doesn't mean you lived it wrong or bad or that it shouldn't be that way. It just is the way you feel it. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and, and that's it. It's like, I choose to surround myself with this positive stuff so that when those times come up, because it's inevitable, somebody I love is going to die again. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's just going to happen. You know, unless I mm-hmm. die tomorrow, I'm going to experience loss again. I'm going to experience hurt again. And so you have to, it's almost like you have to prepare for it. You know, they talk about the tools and the toolbox. I, I, yeah. I, give me all of them. I want all the tools. <laughs> and this one might not work for this time. And that one might not work for that time. But somewhere in that big, huge, massive toolbox, I'm going to find something that's going to work.
0: Yeah. What was, what were some of those things? we're talking about toolbox. Um, whilst you're in there. And I love that concept that you have that these things are going to happen. Um, can we have a toolkit? And I agree, like I always kind of remind people that and remind myself that I'm capable. Yes. I've been here before. I'm capable. I have the tools. Oh, my sister's going to kill me. Anyway, I was having a conversation with my sister today. I have a few sisters, so no one will know what sisters this is. <laughs> and um, I was saying, you know, they was like, oh, I don't know how to do something. And I was like, so when you do your DIY stuff, how do you... How do you do that when you don't know? Oh, I go on YouTube. I said, <laughs> like, she was silent. She was like, oh, okay. Oh, so I can research that. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's just taking those same skills and resources you use where you know how to use and then putting them in a different yep. situation. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want not I have three sisters. So you guys want know which one. That is. So... Tell us a bit about your toolkit. What were some of those things you did when you were going through this dark time? You know, you listened to certain people. What else was in that toolkit? So there's one specific thing that I did that I never
1: even told anybody until like a couple years after. Um, but I am a firm believer of movement. And you'll see that because like movement, the word move, I spell it with a U M U V E is in everything I do. So um, move forward is my podcast move. Life is my fitness apparel line. And like, I've just used it in so many things because I really believe in movement. I believe that stagnation, like staying still, does not get us anywhere. You know, we stay stuck. You know, Mm -hmm. there's a time and a place to be still. But then we need to do something to move forward in order to get us out of these stucknesses, right? We don't want to feel bad. So we have to find something. So one thing I would do is every morning I would wake up. And I would put on, and, and, and looking back now, I'm like, it was probably a bad idea, but I put on like the saddest, sappiest song by Andra Day, Rise Up. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. And I'll rise up, I'll rise with the day, I'll rise up. And I would just sway so slowly back and forth. I was, I was under my like rug, so my feet were warm. And I remember just like swaying back and forth and the tears the tears would flow. They would fall and they would just, I would be sopping wet by the end of it. And typically I would be on the floor also by the end of it, because I just like couldn't even hold my body up anymore. And I was just in so much sorrow and so much pain. And this was a way for me to release this Mm -hmm. in a safe space. And I remember thinking one day, you know, a few weeks into doing this, I'm I'm telling you, I did it every single morning for months. I remember saying to myself, one day I'm going to wake up and I'm going to want to put on a cheerful song. Mm. And so it got to a point where like my sway would get a little bit bigger and I'd have a little bit more of a bounce to it. And then I'd put my arms up at times and I'd be singing to the sky. And I just remember like my voice would start to sing all of a sudden. It was like each day, it just got a little bit better, a little bit more like energy to it. Mm. The tears weren't flowing as much. And then one day I, without even realizing, I thought to myself, oh my God, I put on a happy song this past week. Like this Mm. past week has been all happy songs, not this one sad song. And so that really got me through it. You know, Mm. like I just, I I don't even know where it came from. It's just as if something just told me to do it and it worked. It helped me through it. It allowed me to process the tears. It allowed me to focus on the fact that one day I would have a happy song. And then to have a happy song, it was as if I showed myself the progress, you know, each step of the way it was like I could see
0: how I was transforming so um, I had um, a guest a recent guest a previous guest Emma and she's a songwriter Mm. and she talks about um, on on that podcast if um, you have not listened to that about the power of music and the power of writing songs Mm. and how it heals us and rewrites the brain and deals with some of the trauma. And I believe that as you were listening to the words, so I'm just looking at some of the words and it's like, and I'll rise up, I'll rise up like the day. I'll rise up, I'll rise up unafraid and you know you say it's a sad song I actually see it as a powerful song mm-hmm. because I'm a I'm a I like music but I always listen to the words to the lyrics because I want to know what I'm singing I want to know because I believe in power of words and I don't want to be singing something that's that's just doesn't sit with me but <laughs>
1: <thinking> I do be- <laughs> like many <mini>
0: songs yeah. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> every <laughs> once in a while but yeah yeah continually no I don't want to listen yeah. to that all the time and um and so even though you use sound, sound for me it's 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 very powerful because it was very fitting to where you were and what you needed and I believe you know as you were singing those songs the brain waves were changing and, and healing you in that process mm-hmm. and then of course the swaying Like you said, just the body movement, that swaying is like a natural thing. You know, if anyone does, it, if you do that and you rock back and forth, it's just a natural soothing thing that we do to naturally soothe us. It's just beautiful. I'm sure you know all that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. And you'll even see me like as I have conversations, like when you're talking, I always sway my head. Like, I'm always just like slightly swaying. <laughs> yeah. So for so, yeah. So it, it it was very helpful for me during that time. Mm-hmm.
0: Has a need for things to be perfect prevented you from something that you wanted to do? Sing karaoke, write a book, create a podcast, but you just don't feel like you have enough or you know enough or that you're even enough? I get it. I have been in the depths of perfectionism where I attach my performance to my self-worth. So I wrote the ebook I wish I had when I first discovered I was struggling with perfectionism. In It's Okay to Be Imperfect, I help you identify and understand perfectionism in your life so that you can successfully manage your thoughts. It includes practical tips and resources to implement in your daily life for you to take back your life from perfectionism and begin to truly see yourself outside of your performance. Grab your copy of It's Okay to Be Imperfect. Link is in the show notes. So what did that rise up? So you listen to this song. What did this rise up start to look like? So you're rising up your hands each day. Now you're playing a happy song. What else did this process of healing look like for you in this time? Mm.
1: So during this time, I mean, it was a full year, but like that, like sticky hard time, like when my nephew passed and I was going through some other personal stuff, I had gotten a new client. So I work with people who have neurological disabilities. Mm -hmm. I'm a massage therapist or Mm -hmm. I was a massage therapist. I'm retired now. Um, But I had a client come to me she was a she was a massage therapist or a massage client and her husband had been diagnosed with this very rare neurological disability and he she knew that I could help because I had worked at a private clinic Mm -hmm. so sure enough I go and and he was told not not that he would be ever be able to walk again and I saw little twicker in his toe and I thought I have a feeling that you could if you trust me I would love to just try let's just try why not try And so I would go and see him. I taught him how to crawl. I taught him how to stand. I taught him how to walk. And so this was like a year Mm. or two before he could walk. Um, But I was there for the whole process. And so by helping someone else, it gets you away from your own problem, but it also helps you feel good like i i get i feel more benefit than maybe he does even just learning how to walk like i know that's mm-hmm. late to say cuz obviously mm-hmm. that's a huge thing for him but i just feel i feel almost selfish cuz i'm like i got more out of that experience than anyone would ever know you know helping someone learn to walk again that's crazy life changing mm. so things like that um were were definitely a part of my process of healing. You know, I am a firm believer that that was brought into my life for a reason. Um, my podcast, I started my move forward podcast. I, I, I did it because I was like, I need to talk. I need to express this. I need to help other people again, you know, helping other people really helps me heal. Um, so those are the two other very impactful things that I did that like life-changing for me as well. And, and, and they, they got me through the tough
0: stuff, you know? Yeah. I love that. You know, never forget this story and this woman had a problem and, um, I think he, I don't know if he couldn't see her at that time or something like that, but she was like, go find something to do or go bake a cake anyway. So she started baking cakes and then baked it for other people. And then like by the time he was ready to see, it's like you're ready. He's like, no, 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 I'm fine now. <laughs> it's okay. So it was removing the focus from herself mm-hmm. to focus on others. Um, and that's what you did. And I think that's another way, you know, I always talk about how powerful it is to be in community. Humans are wired to connect, and that's what you did. And sometimes we don't even know the things that we're doing, but they just kind of happen. Like you said, and that's what you needed.
1: Totally. Totally. I even think of like for my daughter, when she's having a rough time, I'll be like, Hey, do you want to write like some mail to one of your cousins? Do you want to write them a letter? They would love to or, like, and draw them some art or grandma and grandpa, you could make them a craft, you know? So even there's so many different ways, you know, not everybody's a therapist like I am, but there's so many ways that you can help. Even if it's just, if you're out and you open the door for someone and they smile, like Mm -hmm. it's amazing how you can make somebody's day from just those little itty bitty things. And you feel good inside. One time I was at Dairy Queen and we paid for the guy's um, food in front of us. Mm -hmm. And he got out of his car and started yelling at us. Cause like we were at a, like, maybe like a hundred meters away, 50, 50 meters away. And he's like, you just paid for my son's 11th birthday cake. Thank Aww. you. This is going to be the best story when we get home. And I'm sure they went home. They talked about it. What a blessing. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, there's little things you can do that just like give you shivers of, of, a, of, brightness, yeah. of like, it just, it just makes you feel good. Those little things help you get through that tough stuff.
0: They do, and I want to add something in here. Mm-hmm. I will to talk to you if you are a people pleaser. She is not talking about going and above and beyond and breaking your boundaries <laughs> and not being okay. I know someone's going to say, Oh, I love helping people, but you you're doing it. You're kind of breaking your back and breaking your boundaries. That's not what she's talking about. Mm -mm. She's talking about the small everyday things just to be considerate about someone else. Um, You know, I've done stuff like that, pay for someone or open the door or ask someone if they need help, or if you're struggling, we're just talking about those small little things. I just want to put that in there.
1: And I love that you shared that. And I'm going to give you an example, because I talk about this a lot as well. So my mom, um, she passed away from cancer when I was eight years old. And I always distinctively remember this one thing. So she was the president of figure skating president of the four age club. She was like, she was involved in everything that we were involved in and just a farmer. She worked at the floral shop. She just, she did so much. And I remember one night she was leaving for a meeting and I said to her, I want to go to a meeting. You're always going to meetings like all the time. And she looked at me and she's like, believe me, you do not want to, I do not like meetings. I don't really want to go and you do not want to do this. And I just thought, well, that's weird. Why is she doing something that she doesn't like? And then shortly after she gets cancer and she passes away. And it just always stuck in my head how, if it is not something that fills your soul you're not helping anybody, most of all, not yourself. So, you really have to be mindful at how you do help other people and how you are involved in your community. If something feels good to you, do it. If something does not feel good to you, it's okay to let somebody else do that because somebody else is going to feel good from that specific
0: thing. Ooh, so, I love that. Just had to Thank, share you. that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So what would you say, so it was 2019, what would you say to that Michelle that was entering that year, about to enter that year, what would you say to that version of her today? Mm, I think I just, just,
1: and I, and I knew this, but like, I, I know, well, no, I know it more now that change is an evolving of yourself. When you have something drastic happen, sorrow, destruction, pain, you're growing. You're literally growing as a human being. And I believe that we are meant to be on this earth to evolve and to grow as spiritual beings. Mm -hmm. And so I would just say like, you're growing, you are growing and you've got this and don't give up, keep going. Um, and watch out because on the other side, there is a p- powerful, powerful warrior. Yeah. So I would, I would probably say something like that. And, and I continue to tell myself that because again, not every day is amazing. Mm. <laughs> Stuff comes up, you know, okay. okay. but when those things come up now, I will say that I don't really look at them as a problem. I'm just like, okay, cool. Let's deal with this. No problem. We got, we got this.
0: know? <laughs> cool so where would that was really good I love that I love that that we're changing and ever evolving as spiritual beings I love that that is that's a beautiful perspective and a good reminder because sometimes we things change and we have a hard time and I know I have a hard time adapting to them um so that's really hard um to do I know like the pandemic is is a great example
1: I challenge you to use the, the, like a quote or a manifest that change Mm. is amazing. Change is Mm. great, change is beautiful, change is blessings. Change is the beginning to something huge, something wonderful, something different. That's going to be a positive thing. You know, we often think that change is bad, but if you look back when change happened, you can always find something good on the other side. They're going to like, my mom died when I was eight. That's, that's crap. That sucks. It's not good. But if you look at it on the other end, I am now the most amazing fit for my stepdaughter because I've been through it and she just lost her mom. And she was seven. I was eight. Who's a better fit other than me. Mm. Let's be real. I've been through it. I know exactly what she's going through. So although that's crap, I'm not, you know, you now see like, I know that something good will come out of this in some way.
0: Yeah, I love that. Thank you. I like that reframe. I appreciate that. Thank you.
1: (laughs) So where are you today, Michelle? Ooh, I am... Well, I just launched not too long ago, my fitness apparel line, Move Mm -hmm. Life. And so that was a dream that was like 10 years waiting. And finally, one day I woke up and was like, it's time to start this darn (laughs) business. And it's amazing. It's so fun. Like I said, I'm a stepmom to a soon to be 11 year old, and she just loves me so much. And it's the best. Um, My partner, he's also on this spiritual journey and it is powerful and, oh, just amazing watching him grow and evolve as a human. I'm an auntie to like (laughs) nine nieces, and eight, eight, sorry, eight nieces and nephews. And yeah, it's just, it's, I don't even know what else to say, move forward podcast. I've got a lot, I've got a lot going on, um, but I'm, I'm constantly on this like spiritual
0: journey and sharing it with the world. So I love that. Thank you. So what, is there anything that you want to leave with the audience um, to the listener? Is there anything you want to leave with them today? Hmm.
1: You know, I think there was a lot of really good nuggets in there, but Mm -hmm. one thing that I've felt from a lot of people is, is like recently feeling angry about maybe change and things that have been going on over the last couple of years, especially through the pandemic. And this anger is real and valid. Okay. And there's definitely a place to have anger and there's definitely Things That can come out of that anger. We can see a lot of change. We can see a lot of, a lot of good things come out of that anger. But if we sit in that anger for too long for our own selves, for our own souls, it can mm-hmm. be very damaging. You know, I truly believe that anger and and these nasty feelings can cause diseases um, and can just leave us in a, in, in a, in a dark place. Mm-hmm. And so I challenge you to take a look at how you're feeling and how you are moving about these changes and these experiences you're going through. And rather than focusing on that anger, use that anger to be an anchor for you to, make the change and use your voice in a positive way, but also to see all of the beautiful blessings around you and to focus on you as a human being, as a spiritual being and see how you are evolving in a positive way, in a, in a way that is going to help this world, help this universe Um, rather than bringing it down, rather than being in this low frequency with this anger. It's like, try to find something that is actually going to be a light for yourself, mm-hmm. for the people around you, for the entire universe, because that's what we need right now. Okay. We need that light to continue to shine. You said it. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a lot of conversations
0: recently. So <laughs> it's one of the things I talk about in the description of the podcast that people have gone through these things and now they're given their. Self permission um, to be their authentic self and let that light shine. So yeah, the question I always likes to ask people is the other question is what is something messy in your life today? It could be something physical like a room, emotional, whatever you want to say. My house, <laughs> the disaster. <laughs>
1: so I've come to this realization. I actually had a conversation with my auntie this weekend because all my aunts are so like OCD clean hmm. And I am not. And I'm like, was my mom? Like, I don't even know. Was she clean? She's like, no, she'd rather be out with you guys hanging out and working yeah. and doing all these other things. And, and one of our grandmothers was like that as well. And she's like, she would rather not do the dishes and let them just sit overnight And and hang out with the kiddos and go do whatever and have fun. And I'm like, that's me. I would rather go for a late night walk or go watch the sun come down or, you know, do something adventurous than have to worry about cleaning my house, but it also drives me bonkers. So that (laughs) messiness drives me nuts. (laughs) Like I need to figure out the balance.
0: (laughs) That's my messy. Okay. I'm saying thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. So um, where can people shower you with love? Ooh, well, um, I've recently
1: started going on TikTok, which is really fun. I love creating over there. Okay. And sharing, sharing more about my brand. Um, and it's at the Michelle Wolf also at move life but at the michelle wolf is the main one but also of course instagram is a really great way to like have conversation and to chat over there um and again that's at the michelle wolf um yeah that's the best way to connect with me
0: okay well thank you so 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 much michelle it has been a pleasure having you on the podcast
1: ah it was so much fun thank you bianca this is beautiful that you're sharing all of these wonderful things and and um a a, a space of light
0: for people to listen to that was such a powerful conversation, wasn't it? Oh my gosh, so many gems, as you heard, she even gave me some insight on, you know, shifted my mindset around change. So I want to share my takeaways from this episode with Michelle. Of course, the first one, what I just mentioned is shifting your mindset around change. Um, Some of the words she said is change is amazing and change is beautiful. Instead of saying change is hard and I totally get that because change is going to happen and so it's helpful and probably better for us to change our mindset and just shift our mindset around change. The second takeaway I have is what she talks about and is really a big thing in our life is moving forward and in particular I love how she shares about not just moving forward in life and taking steps, but just moving in your everyday and how her movement and listening to the song was part of her healing journey, right? And I just talked about how when we move and when we rock and when we sway, that it's just naturally self healing for us or it's healing for us. If you know it's no wonder why the doctors say get out and move for 30 minutes a day. Like it's it's important for us it's important so you don't have to start with something big you can simply sway to your favorite song for a few minutes and take it from there and then the final thing is helping others in small ways and how that impacts in the sense of you moving forward you you know getting out of your funk or if you're feeling stuck just doing small things for other people could be strangers could be people in your life whatever you choose but how that like she said it feeds your soul and yes if you are a people pleaser and doing 101 things you can just do a reset right a, a check-in and and see if what you're doing feeds your soul all right well thank you so much for listening to the podcast as always remember to shower michelle with love and myself with love in just the podcast with love shall i say and text your tribe share this because someone needs to know about moving forward were you inspired by this story Here are some ways you can shower me and the podcast with your appreciation and support. Follow, rate and review the show on your favourite podcast platform. Share the podcast via text with your people, with your tribe. Subscribe to the newsletter where I share my personal stories of discovering the beauty within the mess. And lastly, Follow me on Instagram at authenticallybeyou for tips and insights on overcoming perfectionism so you can embrace your imperfections and authentically be you. Thank you so much for listening to the It Didn't Break Me podcast. And remember to discover the beauty within the mess.